0: The blast from our past network.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Blast From Our Past podcast. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, and a whole lot more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. I'm John. And I'm Adam. And I'm Stephen. Oh my gosh, we got a person here, Adam. Hello, we got a Stephen. Not just any person. We have Stephen fucking Wilhelm in the house, baby. Ah! Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Stephen yeah. Wilhelm is a patron. You may have heard his name before. We've actually done uh, an episode that he requested. Uh, which one was that? I'm so sorry. I for, completely forgot. I know
2: it was safe by the Bell." I can't remember yeah. the. Oh, uh, it was saved by the Bell" and "Home Improvement."
3: Uh, we did. We did "Tommy Boy" what? in "Home Improvement." That, that's the one that we did for you. Uh, And if anybody remembers, we put in so many Wilhelm screams. I cut that episode, and I'm sure I pissed (laughs) off a lot of people with just how many Wilhelm screams I added to it.
1: (laughs) But you know what? Your name is Wilhelm,
2: and you got to do it. Wilhelm, yeah.
1: So I wanted to ask, how did you find our podcast?
2: I actually, you guys actually started following me. Uh, I've made a post on Instagram about, like, like, five things from the 90s that people missed and you guys actually uh uh, followed me on or commented and i started i looked you up and started listening to your podcast that's awesome the the
3: all right instagram has actually helped us (laughs) thank you instagram (laughs) all that
1: fucking work that we're doing it's working there you go so this is very interesting because uh, you are the first patron to request a top 10 episode really and I, I have to say yes and I have to say we were very excited one that you chose the top 10 episode and two that you chose this particular top 10 episode yep. uh, and I can say with all certainty that uh, Adam was probably the most excited i've I've ever heard him when I told him what we were doing
2: that's that's awesome because this is Michael I mean this is my favorite topic ever <laughs>
1: Jamona, you damn straight.
3: I have had a. I was about to say I've had a massive hard on for MJ, but that sounds really weird. Especially because <laughs> I was gonna say since I was a kid. Yeah, but I I have loved him and his music for so long. Maybe his music more than him. Um. So this this topic is just it's just perfect. I mean, it doesn't get more nostalgic for me when it comes to eighties nineties music than MJ. And so doing top ten MJ songs is just it's perfect
2: he was my he's my number one all-time favorite artist like of all time nice regardless of of whatever's happened he's still my number one artist
3: i'm with you i mean i i i try and i mean i try and separate the man or from the the all that stuff with the music but you know sometimes you can't but you know what i still like it the music still makes me move it makes me groove um it's
2: it's the best absolutely
1: all right, so if you have not figured out uh, what we're doing, or for some reason you didn't look at the title of this episode, uh, we're going to be doing our top ten Michael Jackson songs. I- I'm uh, I'm I'm really interested in this because I-, I I really got to deep dive more into his uh, discography than I think I normally would have. Mm-hmm. So I'm really interested to see how these lists come out, especially if if you if if you're a really really big fan, because I I have a feeling I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd say I'm a big fan, but I'm more familiar with the hits than I am some of the deeper cuts. And so I, I imagine that maybe my list will have a little bit more of the main ones. While I'm sure you guys maybe will, might, might dive a little bit deeper than I did.
2: Yeah, I definitely have some of the like obscure hits in my top, in my top ten.
3: I mean, I've I've got maybe one or two obscure hits, um, and maybe a couple, but like. Most of mine are all pretty recognizable just because those are the ones you hear so many times that that's the ones I, I fall in love with. But
1: I'm gonna have a couple that I think might surprise y'all. I have the same, I have at least a couple that I think you might be surprised that uh it's on my list. Although going looking through my list, uh, I well, I was gonna say, I was gonna say it's obvious that it that I favor one album over another, mm. but now that I look at the list, uh, I think maybe. No, I think I got it spread out pretty good.
2: Yeah, I tried not to stick with one album, but it was hard. Yeah,
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's fair. That is totally fair. Uh, Adam, did you have anything you wanted to add before we kind of dive into our lists? Um, I mean, MJ. Just in general, uh, I'm
3: sure a lot of people know about him. One of the Biggest selling artists of all time, one of the biggest pop culture icons and artists of all time. I've gone and seen. I've never saw seen him live. I, we've talked about this before, John. I think you you almost uh, worked with him. Um, like yeah, you, you, yeah. One of your still right before he passed, and so unfortunately that concert never happened. Um, obviously, I, I've never seen him live, but I did. I've done everything else that I could. Uh, I've gone and seen that Cirque du Soleil Michael Jackson show, which unfortunately I did not care for. As much as I love Cirque du Soleil and I, start, I love MJ. And then I've seen, I, I've seen like multiple Michael Jackson tribute bands. And like anytime they're around town where I where I am at, I will go. I've seen like uh, specifically this one called, um, oh fuck, i forgot what they're called. Doesn't matter. They're really good. <laughs> and <laughs> Bad is in the name somewhere, and I can't remember who's Bad. That's it. Who's Bad? And and I've seen them. A dozen maybe a baker's dozen times and i i just it's just so much fun the music really enthralls so many people so um yeah i don't really have anything else other than all the lives he's touched and uh i'm so happy about him i'm I'm just excited man man
1: am i excited all right uh so steven just so you know uh uh, as we go through our list we'll start from 10 and work our way up uh, and if you or anyone happens to have one that is higher on your list, you'll just simply say higher and we'll wait to talk about it until we've gotten to whoever has it higher, which is going to be interesting with 3 people. Yes. The last that we've only done one episode with 3 people on a top 10 and that was our sister on our crushes list and we knew that we weren't going to have any of them the same <laughs> in that one, so that didn't become an issue. Yeah.
3: It was surprising though that you and I—I I guess just because of our slight age difference—you and I didn't have any of the same crushes either, which was I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah, that was weird. I
1: just—I attributed to that different, yeah. different age differences. So this one, I fully expect to have a good number of ones that are the yeah. same. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I am excited to do this, so uh, let's get going. Yeah. Starting with our number ten, Steven, I'm going to let you start us off. What's your number ten?
2: my number 10 uh it's from the history album uh he it was only the it was the fifth single from the album uh it actually only peaked at number 30 uh back in 96 um and it's only been served by gold it is uh they don't care about us
1: Did not make my list. Yeah, that is not on my list. Yeah, it's
2: just a great song, great, great uh, drum, drum line, great bass. Uh, the video was excellent. The extended video was excellent, and I just thought it had a lot of. It was very controversial. It was actually one of his most controversial songs. Yeah, I love
3: the passion that's that you know you hear in his lyrics and in that song in general because you know he. He sometimes does, you know, as you say, bring on controversial topics, you know, bring, you know, he wants to he goes straight into that stuff. You know, he, he's pushing for equal rights for a lot of stuff. And, you know, he he doesn't shy away from it. And so that song in particular is, is just a fantastic kind of in your face. Hey, you know, these people are being put down. They don't care about us. They don't care about the black man. They don't care about the who, et cetera, et cetera. And um, yeah, it's got a great, great message to it so that, that I can
1: absolutely understand you know why that song would make a list. I'm embarrassed to say this. I can't think of it off the top of my head. I might have to listen for a second.
3: Yeah. All I want to say is that they don't really care about us. Chicka, 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 chicka.
1: That's it. Does that oh, help? Oh, I have heard that song yeah. before. Okay. Okay. I mean, he says he yes. says a lot
3: of controversial words in that one. I mean, he says to say. I mean, he says, uh, "Jew me, screw me, everybody do it's like think lines like that." He's, Kick me, kite me, don't you black write me. Exactly. Like I mean he's he goes right into it, you know. He he's he, he's gonna get in your face with that song, and I think that is a, a good reason to elevate that one above above some others. But again, didn't make my list, but it is it is a great choice. All right. Well,
1: Adam, why don't you go ahead and tell us what your number ten is?
3: Uh, I'm not gonna speak too much on this song because I'd bet my left nut that uh <laughs> John, you probably have this one higher. Um you know, obviously Stephen, I don't know you well enough to know if you do, but <laughs> I know I know John. You know from my 34 years of knowing him. Uh, so I'm gonna say my number 10 is doesn't matter, John. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if you're black or white. That's the one I'm going. Go is my number 10.
1: I have that higher. I figured
2: that is actually not on my list. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, I try not to go with. I didn't. I don't. I, I like the under, underdogs. So I like the mm-hmm. ones that don't get a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. I tend to strive towards those. Okay. But it's a great song, though. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll we'll save John to
1: talk about it in a bit whenever he's got it. All right. So my number 10, you know what? I, I, it's hard to say now, so I I just have to go out and say it. My number 10 is going to be Human Nature. Did not make my list? Oh, not on my list. If they say. I, you know what I I didn't it had been a long time since I heard this one and Adam when you you and I went back to do the Thriller review I that's I really sort of rekindled the love for that song and admittedly it's probably my only slower Michael Jackson song on this album or on this excuse me, on this album on this list
3: it is a good one I remember you know when we talked Thriller it, it was kind of a surprise like oh yeah you forget about it but it is it's really good
1: yes I love that song I
2: mean it's it's been it's been sampled too if I'm not if i if I remember correctly too a few times
1: really good sort of rhythmic harmony to it and i don't know i just it's it's one of it's one of the few one of his slower ones that i really really like enjoying listening to over and over again some of mm-hmm. the other ones um and i'm not going to talk about them because i'm pretty sure i know one of them that's going to be on uh, mm-hmm. adam's list for sure i don't know i just i i like the way his energetic songs make me feel so i tend to gravitate towards those yeah all right, all right. So we're on to our number nines, Mr. Wilhelm. If you would.
2: All right, my number nine um, is from probably not one of his most popular albums. Is off Off the Wall, his uh, debut album. Uh, this one actually peaked at number one. Um, it was actually originally offered to Karen Carpenter. Um, this song is Ooh. "Rock with You."
1: I have that higher on my list. All right. And I'm just going to go ahead and say not on my list. You're not a you're not a 70s disco fan. Honestly, Adam? Off the Wall didn't make my list
3: at all. Nothing from Off the okay. Wall made my list. I'm just really? yeah, that, that that 70s the disco style is just a little bit past what I enjoyed. Um so yeah, that that one that album unfortunately. It, you know, I can listen to it, of course, but just for not my not my top 10s. All right. Well, what did you do for your number 9? Um again, my number nine might be on somebody's list a little bit higher, so I don't want to talk too much about it. And honestly, I really wanted to put it at number 10, man. I wanted to put it at number 10 because that would have been the perfect place to put want to be starting something because that's where we're starting the list. at. So that's, that's my number nine. (laughs) I want to be starting something, but I
1: have that. Yeah, I definitely have that higher on my list. It's actually
3: not on my list. Not okay. really? Man, yeah, you're definitely you like the uh, the deep cuts for sure. You uh, yeah.
1: You're gonna be starting something with them with them 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 fighting words. (laughs) 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 Uh, uh, Speaking of fighting words, uh, I I will be shocked honestly if my number nine is on either of your lists, and it's mostly on there for sort of my nostalgic love for the song more than i guess for the quality of the song but the more i've gone back and listened to it and i think it's a great song and which is why it made my list and i just put it above human nature and that's scream
3: That barely missed. That was actually number 11 for me.
2: Yeah, it was in my honorable mentions. Exactly. I mean, okay. you
3: go back and listen to it, fuck, it's good. But sorry, yeah, John, go ahead.
1: I had a, a memory of, first of all, I loved the music video. You know, Michael Jackson always makes an event out of his videos, so that was always good. Um, I was probably about 15, 16 when this came out, I think. So it was about the right age for it. And I've gone back and listened to it, and I really, really enjoy it. The song really moves. Yeah. I love the beat that goes with it. I think Janet's voice really mm-hmm. complements what Michael's doing in it, and you get to see, you get to hear Michael say "fuck."
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how often do you get to hear Michael Jackson swear?
1: The song moves so well. It's got great
3: beats to it. It kind of, you know, ebbs and flows. It's got a, got a little some slower moments, um, but when it kicks it into gear, and the music video. I don't want to go without mentioning the music video and how good it is. Yeah, I mean. Everything about it, you remember what? What were those little? They put those little um toys that were like bouncing on the floor, like they're, they're like called like bobbles or boggles or I don't, I can't remember, but I remember they were like a hit toy for that year. <laughs> oh yeah, I can't remember what the hell it was, but they were just little, they just little vibrating things. Um, anyway, that yeah. that is really nothing to <laughs> anything. It just kind of makes me think of it, but
1: the song is fantastic. I think this is a great choice.
2: Excellent choice. Yeah.
1: And the the video, you know, you go mm-hmm. you go back and watch it now. And you know the graphics don't hold up yeah. now, but they were amazing for that time, especially for a music video mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and and who who doesn't love some space racquetball yeah i'm yeah, I'm pretty
3: sure it was like the most expensive music video ever made at the time when it came out.
2: I think it was. Uh-huh. I actually think yeah. you're right it was, and who doesn't love seeing Jan Jackson sitting on the toilet flipping off the camera. <laughs> <laughs> she, oh man she's so badass
3: <laughs> oh, I remember I remember when she did her little like her lifting you know they did that little that choreographed dance of them together she kind of lifts her shirt up um, you know you kind of see her bra we should have known that that was you know the first step of her showing us her boob uh, at the Super Bowl we, we've all it, you know she she showed us there that was a uh, you know a precursor to that
1: okay, so, so you're saying it's on
3: us for it's not exactly
1: we knew this was coming <laughs> we knew this was coming exactly all right, well, let's move on to number eight. Steven, if you would, please. I can guarantee
2: this is going to be on, if if it's not on both of your lists, I'll be surprised. My number is Thriller.
3: Thriller is higher on my list.
1: Thriller just missed my list. Ah, okay. Really? I love Thriller. It's a great song, but I find myself not going back to it mm. uh, very often. So if I if I'm if I'm looking for a Michael song, it's not usually one of the ones I'm immediately going to. So that's why it's not on my list. Uh, my number eight.
3: I don't know. Uh, you know what? I I I'm gonna bet if if we included our sister, she would have this song on her list. Um, partly because uh, one thing that we had when we were kids, our mom each got us each a forty-five of an MJ single, and um. This one, you know, John had his, and it was maybe for Christmas when we were kids, or maybe she just got him to us or whatever. Um, I, you know, I I can't remember what John's was. I can't honestly remember what mine was, but I remember our sister's was The Way You Make Me Feel. So that's my number eight.
2: That is actually higher on
1: my list. Okay. I'm going to be honest with you. I can't stand that song. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I, I think it really comes to... Just it's overuse when we were kids. Yeah. And I just, I just, I, every time that song comes up, I immediately skip it. All right. <laughs> That's a shame. All right. We'll, we'll talk more <laughs> about that when we talk about it again. Okay. All right. So my number eight is uh, kind of, is one of my sort of deeper cut ones. Um, It's off the Bad album. And Adam, I know you like this song. Uh, And I remember you saying it was underrated when we were playing pool when this came out on my mix, and that was Speed Demon.
2: that to my list
3: I I do I like Speed Demon it is underrated but I actually I re-listened to it in this group and it just kind of kept falling hard 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 falling hard the music video though is fucking awesome
2: oh hell yeah (laughs) I mean he doesn't like a a rabbit riding a motorcycle exactly
3: a a
1: claymation (laughs) rabbit just going around is is fun
3: but yeah uh, so yeah didn't make my list
1: I think this song uh, for me the introduction was the video it was not one I found you know before at least when I was a kid. Um, you know him having that weird dance off with the rabbit. I think towards <laughs> yeah. the end of it. Um, but as I got older, going back to the song, I really like the uh, the rhythm at the start. Um, the nice little sort of bass lick that goes along with it. Yeah, there's weird. Sa- there's <laughs> fun sounds that he's got. <laughs> <laughs> are the weird sounds he makes. You know, th- it's funny. I, Michael Jackson is one of the few people who weird random sounds is just the norm. Yeah. <laughs> It's, I I, I don't, I don't it makes me wanna. It makes me wonder. Like, did he make those noises? You know, in his everyday speech. Yeah, I doubt it. But I always wondered. I I can't talk. I can't talk to, I can't to Adam for a while without getting a random jamon. That happened. Yeah,
3: <laughs> it did. It typically is a norm for me, and my wife <laughs> absolutely hates it that I add jamons and ihis to. Almost if, if I sing a song on the radio, I'm gonna add a jam on, and and
1: she's just like, God damn it, Adam. <laughs> she's so, so sick of it. All right, uh, all right, moving right along on to our number sevens. All right, my number seven again,
2: it's I wouldn't be surprised if it's on one of your lists. Um, it's from the bad album, uh, it is Smooth Criminal.
1: Higher on my list. Yeah, I definitely have that higher on my list.
3: Uh, all right, my number seven then. Um, I, well, you know what, Mr. Wilhelm, you, you've you had some interesting choices already, so you might have this one on my list. <laughs> um, and this is the only one from this album that has made my top ten. And it's a surprise with as little much as little time as I've had with the song. I've absolutely fallen in love with it. It's got a great beat to it. Uh, there's no way John has it on his list. There's just no way. So maybe Steven um because this album came out 5 years after his death on the Escape album my number 7 is Slave to the Rhythm
0: She dances in this she said night she dances to his needs she still he feels just right I'm dead.
2: Miss my list. Okay. Just barely. Yeah, it was that was a I was really thinking about that one.
3: John, did you say if it's on yours or not? Oh, not at all. Okay. So all I was on right. <laughs> okay. All right. So <laughs> yeah. I'll talk about um, as I mentioned, it came out on the escape album, uh, which came out in 2014. Um, it hit number 45 on the Billboard charts. Uh, and it gave it gave Michael Jackson uh, a posthumous 50th entry on his Billboard Hot 100. So that was his he's he's had 50. Hot 100 songs. Holy cow! Yeah, it actually the song was written back in 1990 with L.A. Reid, who I don't know, but Babyface also helped write this song. Oh, which is pretty interesting. Um, It was during sessions for the Dangerous album, but it didn't end up making the cut for Dangerous. But I I think this song has such a good produced beat to it. I really like you know on the um, uh, the escape like you know, special edition or whatever, like I've got that, and it kind of shows, it kind of has like the quote-unquote original version, which is okay, but I actually really like like the um, produced version that they had onto it. They kind of added a lot to it. It sounds a little bit more modern, um, but it's it's fantastic beat. I think great vocals, and for something that came out of his, you know, came after his death, um, it's just, it helps build his legacy. Uh, it's a, It's got, you know, nice update stuff to kind of just, to me, it kind of, it felt really true to mj's music and i absolutely loved it um and if, if it would have done something you know if he would have brought it out earlier i think you know it, it would have been an absolute even bigger hit because it's it's so catchy it's so much fun
2: yeah uh there's a i don't know if you've seen there's a uh holographic video of him doing that song
3: uh you know what i haven't seen the holographic video i'll have to check that out
2: yeah it's really cool it it, it didn't get enough any credit
3: you're right. It didn't. I mean, they. I. I also like. You know, they added like these kind of musical sl, um chain sounds with it, uh, that just worked really well. Um, but yeah, it's
2: uh, it was great. It was a whole that that album as, as a whole was pretty good.
3: Yeah. I mean. Okay. So, did anybody have any songs from the Michael album? No.
2: No, because that was because that really wasn't Michael Jackson himself singing. That was art, other artists. I think singing his songs. Yeah, they had a lot him. of stuff.
3: With him, exactly, and there was also uh, very big controversies of some of the stuff that was allegedly Michael was not actually him, but this other person who sounded a lot like him. It, it was also maybe conspiracy theory stuff to it, but yeah. Um, and I and I do <laughs> I, I like some of the songs there, but they're not a top ten. It that is not a top ten album, but yeah, Slave to the Rhythm is a. I think it just didn't get the play that it needed to, and if people check it out they'll uh they'll realize how good it is
1: so yeah uh oh okay so we're to my number seven then yeah yep i really doubt this one is on either of your lists um this is another kind of deep cut one and this is another one from the bad album and i just have an unexplicable love of this song i just really like it and that's leave me alone
3: Not on my list. No. Yeah, not even
1: close. Okay, I, I, I think is is I think it's more of a recent love that I've gone back, but I can't get enough of this song. I really like it. Um, I I really like its simplicity. I uh, I like uh, the you know the lyrics. I just I don't I really don't have a better explanation other than I just keep going back to it because I love it.
2: It is a really good song. I mean, it's it was one of the last tracks on the on the bad album. And, I mean, he mm-hmm. it was just a personal like just stop talking to me stop yeah. just leave me alone talking to the media <laughs> and the in yeah. the and the video was really interesting too
3: yeah it kind of had like that stop motiony kind of feel to it um it almost almost looked kind of sledgehammery but you know more michael jackson um but yeah it was good it, it definitely it's an enjoyable song definitely enjoy the song okay and it had his
2: monkey in it <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> always a plus yes oh who doesn't love a monkey Yep. All right, uh, let's go on to our number 6s then.
2: All right, my number 6 it might be on your guys' list. Um it is again from the Bad album and it is the it is the title track, Bad.
3: double check did not make my list
1: yeah it didn't make my list either
3: okay
2: oh, all right well um uh, this was released uh september 7th in 87 it was actually the second single from the bad album uh which is actually my favorite album of all time mm-hmm. um not just from my chosen but from any artist uh, mm-hmm. it is actually based off of a true true story um and it was certified platinum
1: oh what's what's the story
2: um, it was some guy was uh, walking home from I think it was from school, and uh, got and got shot. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. So if you watch the music video, especially the the long version, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about the one that yeah. they showed on MTV. I'm talking about the right. like the 25 minute version. Yeah. <laughs> it's that was based off of a true story. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Very
3: cool. I mean, yeah, I it's no a idea. awesome great song. Um, yeah, we uh, that one that one might have been my song. Thinking about it, my 45 that I got. Uh, from yeah Mom. probably um, was but it is it's a so it's so good great music video great leather jacket that he had on that one I mean he look I mean the whole super leathered up that he was for that song and that um that album was just it's great I might say that the weird owl fat Music video is just a little bit better. I just love I love Weird Al that much. But, I mean, obviously MJ is so fucking good. And that song is great. So, love the call.
2: And it was an intru- introduction to us to Michael Jackson's newest style
3: yeah
1: didn't uh di- did Quincy Jones help produce that mo- one as well because I know he did Thriller did he help do bad um, as um well? I
2: don't think I s- well actually yes yes he Quincy Jones helped produce it but it was written by Michael
1: there is a really great documentary on I want to say it's on Netflix just called Quincy yeah I've seen that it's all about Quincy Jones and they talk a little bit about his time with Michael and he talks about Michael so it's it's a really really good one it was actually done uh, it was put together by his daughter um uh Rashida Jones the actress Rashida Jones so i would recommend uh, recommend anyone who um you know loves anything that quincy has done to to watch that documentary cuz it's really good where
3: are we i'm lost uh number
1: <laughs> 6 yeah so my number 6 All
3: right. um this one i don't know may make a list i don't think it's going to make john's list cuz it's um i think a lesser known song um it actually didn't even chart in the us on the the u.s billboard charts but it did hit number one in the uk and it's such a good song it's from history my number six is earth
1: song that is higher on my list okay all right we'll uh, that is not on my list so <laughs> okay not surprising yeah <laughs> yeah all right uh, my number six is actually uh, one that steven you had lower and that was rock with you You, since you had this one first, why don't you go ahead and talk about uh, why you like that song? Uh,
2: I think it, because it was very simplistic, but it had a mm-hmm. really good beat. Um, it was it was just that it was very simple. Um, it was him in a sequin suit or sequin outfit dancing, right. singing, and it was just a great '70s song. It epitomized what the '70s was.
1: I totally agree with that statement, and that's kind of why I'm I mean, going to put it a little bit higher, just because. One, it's you know, it's it's it, to me, it marks the transition for Michael between, um, you know, what I'll call his boy band days, and 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 really where where really, he really begins to to take over the world and of music and in thriller, um, and it was a great sort of transition from one to the other. You know, he's playing the music of the time, which truly totally works. I think he's still finding his voice. In this case but you're right it's got a good good driving beat and it's fun it's yeah. a fun disco mm-hmm. song and you know in a in a world that hates hated disco i think discos kind of come around a little bit but uh it's just uh it's so much fun to listen to
2: and it was actually only his third number one song mm. wow wow yeah very early it was written by rod temperton and quincy jones
1: adam do you have any thoughts on the song um
3: Rock with You is a fine song. Uh, it never even once kind of came into my consideration, as I kind of mentioned. Though I don't, I don't love Off the Wall as much as a lot of the other albums. Um, it is fine. It's a, it's an absolutely fine song, but it's, I, I find it a little too simple, and it's just kind of like a, you know, it's just kind of like a, I, I don't get any passion from MJ. In that song, it's just kind of like a he just kind of sings it. And as you'll find out with me, I feel the ones that have a lot of passion are the ones <laughs> that are the ones that make. My, I mean, yeah, we'll talk about her song and other stuff like that. But like the ones where I feel like he's given it is the one that I love. And this one's just kind of like, oh, here's a it's a fluff song, you know. So, but it's good. Yeah, it's. I mean, if okay. it, if it comes on, I'm not I'm not skipping it. That's for sure.
1: All right. Well, we're we we've completed the bottom half. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to to the big ones, the top five. Uh, all right. Steven, what you got?
2: All right. My number five. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's not, if, if it's, if it was on your list. Uh, my number five is beat it.
3: not make my list
1: it yeah it just didn't make my list i have it like listed at like number 12 yeah okay
3: 14 for me (laughs) (laughs)
2: um it was it was the best it was one of the best it is it is is one of the best selling singles of all time Mm -hmm. uh Mm -hmm. it peaked number one um and it is certified seven times platinum worldwide wow just the song alone yeah incredible yeah. so that song pretty much carried the album which you wouldn't you, you would think it would be an, another song but right in it in, in the video i actually just i rewatched it and it was really it gives you that really good west side story feel and oh yeah just yeah. a really cool fun fun video
1: i think i'm more inclined to watch the video with mm-hmm. the song than i am just to listen to the song by itself um just because i think it it you know michael is, is masterful and if, if the concept was not created by him than finding people who can really take his songs and put, you know, put them on the screen. He's, he was really good at finding people to do that. But, but and, I don't know, maybe I just kind of got over, oversaturated with the song, which is why it ended up a little bit lower on my list. I don't know. How, how do you feel, Adam? For me, it was about
3: the same as you, you know, I, I totally put this on my original and kind of like on my playlist while I was, you know, figuring out which ones I liked. And I assumed it was going to make my top 10. But the song itself, I ended up just kind of eh, just liking other ones a little bit better. Now, if this was a song plus music video, that would 100% be on there because that music video is fucking awesome. I mean, John and I, I, I don't know if we've been to a wedding without having both of us two fat guys doing that knife fight. <laughs> like it happens all the time. You know, then yeah. <laughs> it's just it's so good. So, uh, yeah, uh, it's it's a great great song i totally agree okay uh all right my number five um was i can't remember steven's number nine or eight or something um and i can't remember john if you said if it was higher on your list or didn't make your list but my number five is thriller
2: yep that was my number eight
0: it's supposed to
1: That was eleven for me. So okay, okay, okay. So, obviously, this
3: was on the Thriller album. John and I we talked about it. You know, go and listen to that episode if you want us to hear talk even more about it. It peaked at number four on the Billboard charts. Um, you know, it's a it's become such a huge song, a uh, huge Halloween song in its own right. It's fun. It's cool. Got that awesome horror feel to it. Um, I mean, the great use of Vincent Price's voice. Oh yeah. And I can't. I can't. Honestly, I can't separate the song from the music video. Um, Even though I kind of just said I did it with Beat It, when I hear Thriller, (laughs) I can't not get a little MJ Chubb because I love that music video so much. (laughs) So, so, all right. So, sorry. Um, As graphic and gross as that was, uh, Stephen, you didn't really get a chance to talk about it on your number eight slot. So, how about you let us know anything more about Thriller?
2: Sure. (laughs) Um Let's see. So, a couple notes that I had from this one was uh, it was actually written by Rod T- Rod Timpton again and Quincy mm-hmm. Jones. Um, it only took a couple hours to actually to write the whole song, which was surprising. Yeah. Um, but probably the most surprising fact I found was that this was actually this, the seventh and final single from the album, and they didn't actually want me to make the video.
3: Yeah, I remember all that. Yeah, we um, talked about that a little bit in our our thriller episode, but like it, they actually put out the single like. I don't know, it was damn near a year after the album came out. And, you know, they were like, oh, why why are we going to put this single out? Or why are we going to, you know, do this music video? And then once it came out, it like doubled the sales of the album because it's that good.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I was talking with my wife and I was like, this is kind of weird that Thriller is what you think of when you think of Thriller, but it was the last single from the song, from the album.
3: It's it's very funny. Of like seven singles. It's it's ridiculous.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) i totally agree that's all that is a lot for one album
1: mm-hmm. all right so uh i can you can tell where a lot of my favorite songs are uh this is another one off the bad album and i i didn't really like this song as a kid and then when i became like a teenager and into an adult i really fell in love with this song uh, and that's dirty diana
0: you'll never make I'm never uh-huh.
2: It was. I contemplated that, but it did not make my list.
1: Yeah, similar okay. with me. Contemplated, but it didn't make it. <clears throat> I love the story. Um, I I imagine, given that he's he's got other things that have been true stories, I imagine this has to be influenced by mm-hmm. something that happened to him, or at least something that's happened to somebody he knew.
2: I think it did actually. I think it, I think it was based off of someone. I can't remember who though.
1: Okay. I wouldn't. I would not be surprised. I, I know it's it's one of those sort of like unexpected ones where. Um, you don't really know where it's gonna go, but like when when Dirty Diana kicks in, when the chorus kicks in, to me it's like it's nice and sort of grungy and rocking, and it's, it's a little bit grittier than some of the other stuff he has. So that's kind of one of the reasons why I've really fallen in love with it.
2: Yeah, from what I'm actually from what I'm remembering, it was actually about his about a group of groupies.
3: One of them was particularly dirty, huh? Oh yeah, <laughs> Sorry. oh. But it makes sense though. Yeah, it, it is a fun song. It's a great like. Um, I don't know like a really good live song I think I think uh, is yeah are just a perfect and, it, and I think it even has like a live feel to it um the actual song itself yeah it does so
2: yeah it's, it's a really Switch good it's out. just just it's just down and down and deep and mm-hmm. it's he's singing from the soul f- from that mm-hmm.
1: one all right let's move on to number four
2: all right my number four was uh Adam's song that he thought I had on my list uh earth earth song what about kill?
0: About all the things that you said was yours and mine, did you ever stop to notice all the blood we've shed before? Did you ever stop to notice this crying earth that's weeping sure? I. I...
2: Let Adam speak a little bit to this first, since he had it higher on his list.
3: Sure. I mean, um, it uh, as I mentioned, it didn't chart at all in the U.S., but hit number one in the U.K. Uh, it also topped the charts in Germany, Iceland, Italy, Scotland, Spain, Sweden, and Switzerland. So this was a worldwide favorite. The U.S. just couldn't get on board. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was um, made for the for the Dangerous album, but it didn't make the cut. It's not poppy but it is emotional. It is passionate. I I can't listen to it and not get like, you know, just I, all these feels, all the feelings, like all like the anger, all of the everything. Um, it's just such a great slow build to the song. It starts off, it starts off like, you know, most people, yes, y- y- you know, like the first like three minutes are like, okay, it's kind of slow. It's kind of quiet. And then man, when, when it builds up, it's just like, holy shit. You can tell MJ put, everything into that track
2: i wholeheartedly agree i mean that the little i can't describe how the how it it begins but yeah it is very Mm. it's very melodic at the beginning and Mm -hmm. it just grows and then yeah when he sings it, he it's really it's he pumps everything out into it and um this is actually the last song that he actually ever performed he rehearsed Mm. it um uh just just a couple hours before his death
3: for the, wow. the, for the, yeah, for the, uh, this is, mm. this is it. Uh, this London is the tour shows. Yeah. This is a tour. Yep.
2: Yeah. He refer, rehearsed on June 24th, 2009. Um, but I mean, it's got,
3: it's got so many great topics that it deals with. It talks about environmentalism. It talks about, you know, animal wef- welfare, you know, dealing with people properly. It is, um, it's got a lot of just stuff to it. It's got a lot of messages to it. And I think that's where I like this song. And why it has gotten so high on my list and obviously your, your list as well is because of the passion behind it, because of the um, interesting and strong messages with it. And so uh, I always like it when Michael, you know, he obviously cares about this song. You know what? I think he cares about this song mm. more than a lot of his other ones.
1: All right. Uh, Adam, I think we're on your number four.
3: All right. My number four. Um, it's it's on all three of our lists, actually. And I don't want to say too much because I wouldn't be shocked if it's higher on your list, John, because it is lower on Stevens. Um, but it's my number four, which
1: is Smooth Criminal. It is higher on my list. Okay, that's the first time we've had to to, to wow. double do that. Yeah.
3: Well, I mean, yeah, we don't have too many uh, so far that have been on all three of our lists. So Smooth Criminals just happens to be one of them. So. Uh,
1: well, my number four, I will. You know what? It's weird. I will not be shocked if it's higher on people's list. I will also not be shocked if it's not on either of your lists. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is. It's classic Michael. Uh, my number four is Billie Jean. Keep
2: No, that actually that made my number eleven, and it made my number twelve.
1: This is the only one where I'm gonna be like, y'all are crazy (laughs) because Billie Jean is, it's it's classic. I mean, it is everyone when the song starts, everyone knows what song is playing. You you, and Adam, I think you said this. You don't even need the whole thing. You just need boom chick, Mm -hmm. and that's it. Yeah, and everyone uh, boom. All right, it's it's Billie Jean. Um, it's got that really fun bass line that that kicks in after the drums. Um, everyone knows the dance that goes along with it, and it's just it's fun. I teach uh, elementary music, and I use this song for a couple of activities, and the the kids now still know this song. Mm-hmm. They they still like oh, Billy Jean, Michael Jackson. They love it. You know, I little even the little kids like little second graders and stuff. They know who Michael Jackson is. They know what Billy Jean is. So to me, this is just it's quintessential Michael Jackson, and I had to put it on my list. And I thought number yeah. four was was the best place for it
2: I totally agree I mean you'd be crazy if you if you're not a true Michael Jackson fan if you don't if you don't hear that beat and you don't put your hand on your head and you start thrusting your hips you are not a true Michael Jackson (laughs) fan
3: oh yeah I mean you have it right John if we were doing a list of quintessential Michael that absolutely would make all of our top tens
2: absolutely
3: yeah i mean great music video you know he's he's walking down you know the sidewalk while it's lighting up i mean it's great it is it's a classic it's a you know it got a lot of it got a lot of play for him on mtv back in the day it really kind of helped boost his career at least you know visually um but yeah so it's a it's a, it's a
1: great choice no
3: one's gonna fault you for that mm-hmm, not be. at all
1: that's <laughs> okay i wasn't feeling attacked Yeah. <laughs> I <was just> saying. <laughs> Uh, all right. Our big three. Let's hear it. What do we got? All right. My number
2: three was actually Adam's number seven and the one that, uh, John just can't stand anymore. Uh, (laughs) the way you, the way you make me feel. (laughs) <laughs> yeah oh it's so good um I don't have a whole lot on this one but I know um uh, it it was the one that um I remember as as a as a kid it, it made me want to uh get a white T-shirt with a denim blue shirt and tie a uh, a ribbon around my waist as a belt um, yeah. <laughs> to imitate the, the video.
0: Um,
2: it was just a great song. I love it. I love the way that it, it sounds. It just it, it flows very, very well. Um,
3: I can't remember if we mentioned, but it's on the Bad album from 1987. It hit number one on the Billboard charts, uh, written by Michael Jackson, produced by him and Quincy Jones. And you, I mean, it is. It's a fun, cute song. I feel like a lot of... A lot of females love this song, uh, maybe just because of like, you know, I mean, just the way the song, the, the story kind of behind it. And also the music video, there's kind of a nice little flirty thing with him and the girl in the music video. But it's just there's something so much fun with this song. And that's that's why it, it deserves to be on people's list. Even if John's sick of it, it I don't care. It's that good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I believe the the leading lady in that one is Sadie uh, Garrett, if I'm not mistaken.
1: I, I'm going to ask a stupid question. Who is that? Garrett, uh Garrett. She sang
2: um, on the uh, Anna can probably Help me here. The the lead single from this album, the way you Make, not on uh, the love of my life. I think it was. Oh. Yeah, she sang. She, yeah, she was the one that that sang. Uh, uh, she did a duet with Michael on this album.
3: Yeah, I cannot remember it. I'm trying to trying to get it figured out, but.
2: But she played a big role on this album. She was, yeah. she, was, okay. she was she was she was she was very instrumental behind the scenes with uh, mm-hmm. Quincy.
3: All right, Adam. Okay. All right. What are we on? Number three. Uh,
2: number three.
3: Number yep. three. Okay. All right. My number three. I don't think is gonna be on either of your lists, because you. Not to say you're both old, but you're definitely older than me, <laughs> I think. Well, I don't, know, I don't know your age, Stephen, but I'm, I'm guessing. And so you probably don't have the nostalgia for this movie like I do. One where that, that fucking whale, man, you got to save it. <laughs> and that song from that movie is so good. Uh, my number three is Will You Be There.
0: Hold me like the river Jordan And I will then say to thee
2: That was just outside my top ten.
1: Okay. Uh, that was not even in consideration for me. Yeah, <laughs> that's a shame. Okay. Well, uh, this was
3: from the Dangerous album from 1991, and very famously for me on the Free Willy album, the soundtrack. Um, and the song, actually, the album version clocked in at seven minutes and 40 seconds. It is the longest song in Michael Jackson's solo discography. You know, it's just from like not like not like the big long music videos, but Um, You know, it's just, Mm -hmm. it's just huge. He wrote it. Uh, There was actually a lawsuit that uh, claimed plagiarism by an Italian songwriter called Albano Carisi, who claimed that Will You Be There was copying his song Isigni De (laughs) Balacca. I fucked up that pronunciation, but it was eventually thrown out because both. May have been inspired by this other song by the Ink Spots back in written back in 1939 <laughs> called "Bless You for Being an Angel." And I listened to all three of them, and it, they definitely have some similarities. And so, um, yeah, it, it wasn't a big deal. But man, that's this song makes me feel really good. It makes me feel empowered. It makes me feel happy. It is perfect for Free Willy. And, you know, when that goddamn killer whale jumps over the kid and frees himself, I just, <laughs> yes. I, fucking, I can't. I'm just, I'm bawling. I am loving it. It's just too good.
2: I love that movie too. It is, yeah. it is definitely up there with one of my best. It's the one movie that actually makes me want to visit Seattle yeah. because of that movie.
3: <laughs> and the song is just, uh Yeah. It's, pa- it, obviously, there's a lot of passion with that song as well. It's, it's, And emotion, that's why I like.
1: Well, uh, for anyone who's uh, keeping track at home, and and I know you all are. I know you all got pen and paper out (laughs) and you're tracking them as we go along. You'll know that actually all three of my top three have already been mentioned. Ah, okay. So at this point, it's just rehashing. And uh, my number three was black or white. Uh, I, God damn, I love this song mm-hmm. and I, th- I think it's, it's come back around and rotation. This is a song that I think kind of goes in and out of my rotation. So we just happened to do this list where I'm really digging on this song again right now, mm-hmm. which is why it's so much higher on this list. Uh, it may, you know, if we did this again, six months from now, it may be a little bit lower depending on what I'm listening to at the time. But I, I love everything about this song. Even the, the cheesy little rap that he has in the be in the middle. That's kind of unnecessary. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's not about faces,
3: just places, places But I mean it's so yeah, it's fun. It's cheesy fun. The quote
2: unquote Macaulay Hulkin rap
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> uh
2: yeah.
1: but oh, I just have I so, I just love so much about the song from the the simplicity of the guitar lick, which is not difficult to play, but it's fun. I mean all you gotta do is you know, you play and everyone anyone around you is gonna know what's going on. It's it's just so much fun. And I, I think it's, I almost said, I think it's some of Be- Michael's best songwriting, not knowing whether or not he actually wrote this song.
3: Yeah, I, I don't have that written down if he wrote it, but okay. Uh, yeah, great, great song. Uh, this, one, this one didn't make your list, right,
2: Stephen? No, no, it didn't. Okay. I don't think yeah, okay. I even considered it, really.
3: Gotcha. Uh, well, it came out on the Dangerous album from 91. It hit number one, and actually, uh, with this song... Jackson became the first artist. I don't think he he wasn't the only one, but he came the first artist to have number one hits in the 70s, 80s, and 90s when this song came out, which is pretty obviously pretty impressive with his big, long-standing career. Um, yeah. But yeah, Bla- black or white's got a great message. It's super fun, super poppy and catchy, and it's everything you love in an MJ song. You know, it makes you feel good. It has a solid music video. And it really just, it checks all the boxes that you would want for an MJ song.
2: Yeah, he, mm-hmm. actually, he actually co-wrote it with uh, Bill Buttrell.
1: Okay. Who I think was from uh, the e- uh, ELO, Electric Light Orchestra. Uh, okay. Cool.
2: Yeah, he collabed with uh, Madonna and ELO and Sheryl Crow.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. I do remember, yeah, hearing about the Cheryl Crow stuff.
1: All right. Number two.
2: Uh, my number two, I can guarantee, is not going to be on either one of your lists. Um, <laughs> I'm still surprised that I put it in the number two, but it, it that it reached this high. Um, it was on an album that came out uh, after History um, and before Invincible. Uh, it is Blood on the Dance Floor.
3: good song didn't didn't make my list uh i have no knowledge of this you got
2: blood on the dance floor
3: it's so good it is a really really good song
2: (laughs) it is a great song um it was it it actually only peaked number 42 back in 97 the song is actually about a um predatory woman by the name of Susie who seduces michael before plotting to stab him with with a knife (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) and you actually see that in the music video she actually has a knife in her hand while they're dancing. And I think it's just, it's very, it's, it's a, eclectic, but it's also not very known. And it's, it has a really strong beat. And I think after history, cause the history of the next album was a, a remix of a lot of the songs from the history album. Mm-hmm. And it was just a really, I hate to word you were groovy, but it was a really groovy song.
3: Absolutely a groovy song. Um, yeah. I enjoy it quite a bit. I, it made my big MJ, playlist that i made like about 30 ish or maybe 35 songs that i kind of just kind of threw together from what i had and what i enjoyed um and it 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 just didn't end up getting in consideration but i think it is uh it's a fun really good underrated and lesser known mj song that a lot of people need to check out absolutely all right adam all right my number 2 um well i know what john's number 2 and number 1 are cuz as you mentioned it's already been said uh and i don't i don't think we've mentioned i don't know what steven's number 1 is but it there's no way it's this one there's no way this is this is my <laughs> i have a very special place in my heart for this song uh, it came on his history album from 95 and i just i fucking adore it it's called too bad <laughs>
2: on my list I didn't I mm-hmm. think I considered it but I didn't I didn't put it okay. on my list
1: alright John I get another song I have no knowledge of okay so I got too first bad, introduced too bad
3: yeah too bad about it why don't you scream and shout it too bad uh, it is uh It's a song that I I first got introduced to it from um, a short film that he made called Ghosts back in
0: 1996.
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, it was from that kind of short film. It was uh, written in part by Stephen King and directed by Stan Winston, that film, which is freaking Awesome, and it actually what is it, it released the, the that little short film released alongside with prints, uh, or sorry, with like uh, film prints of the the film Thinner, the Stephen King movie Thinner, mm. if anybody remembers that. But it's really, you know, it, it's got a lot of vibes. Well, no, no, I mean, it kind of like thriller esque because you know, ghosts kind of like goes back to that kind of paranormal stuff. Um, There's this whole kind of like town mob that's coming to like kick MJ out of this house. Um, And it's actually the town is called Normal Valley and they want him to leave. I mean, it's similar with a lot of other MJ stuff, um, you know, where he feels like he's, you know, secluded or, you know, alone and and the rest of the world hates him. Um, But it's it's kind of funny. This the production of Ghosts started back in 1993 under the title. Is it scary? And it was planned to release in conjunction with the Adams Family Values movie. Uh, I found some YouTube stuff of like the original cut. That included Christina Ricci, and you know there were some other cameo roles in it, um, including someone from the townspeople. John was uh, Ken Jenkins, who plays Bob Kelso. He was also in it. Oh in yeah, the, the original thing. Oh. He didn't make like the the coast for or the cut for ghosts, but um, the music video is it's really it's got some fantastic dancing, really good costumes. I find it wonderful, and I think what made it so high on my list is because this has just always been one that. I've treasured because I felt it was a little gem that was something that I kind of kept for myself that other people didn't know. It was like that, that lesser-known MJ song that because no one else really knew it that much, I always held it in a higher regard because I felt like, oh, well, this is my MJ song. This is the one that I know that others don't. And so um, I just – I kind of fell in love with it more and more, and I play it. It's so catchy. It's so much fucking fun. You get a rap from Shaquille O'Neal in it. Like holy shit! <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is, but it is—it is so good. So I don't think um, enough MJ songs or enough MJ fans know about it, but they really should check it out. And uh, it's—I—I can honestly. I cannot find the short film. I was trying to find it on like, you know, YouTube or someplace, but they don't have it around. And so I was just like, ah, I'll figure out how I can get it. But um, the song itself is just—it's—it's. Uh, it's, it's fun. It's so fucking good. So just, just that's my call to action to everybody: listen to it.
2: And those songs that you actually mentioned, "Ghost," is it mm-hmm. is it scary? They're actually on the "Blood on the, on the Dance Floor" album. Yeah. Yep. You're true. As well as a remix for "Too Bad," the yeah. "Refugee Camp" mix. <laughs>
3: yeah, I I have heard that one too. "Refugee Camp" mix did not make me. You know, that, I like the original better, but it's it's good stuff.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh. Well, uh, as you know I mentioned before uh, we've already mentioned mine uh, for the longest time my number two was my number one Ooh. not not in this list but when I was when I was younger this was my favorite Michael song for probably going on a good decade and a half before I before I'd say the other one kind of took uh-huh. over for me um, but my number two is smooth criminal As
3: I'm surprised. I thought that was what I was expecting to be your number one because I always knew it as your number one.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's 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 always been one of my favorites, and I, I think it's been maybe just recently that the other one kind of overtook it as my favorite. But Smooth Criminal to me has just been one of the most fun uh, things Michael Jackson's ever done. Um, I I what was the name of the movie he made? That Moonwalker. Was, uh, yeah, yeah, Moonwalker. I loved Moonwalker for as cheesy and weird as it was. Uh, I love that movie. Um, I loved this scene. I, I loved the video for it. I think. I, I think the love started a lot like some of the other stuff. I, I fell in love with the video and then really fell in love with the song afterwards. Yeah. I mean, you know, people leaning. How do you? Yeah. How do you not like God. people just leaning? Intense leaning, though. Well, we've all tried. Yeah. It. I
2: mean, they can have shoes to do it. Yeah. But, I mean, you got to have that core strength, man.
1: Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, apparently, apparently on the video they did use strings. Uh, um, but then Michael figured out a way to do it live, and he put a patent in for a special kind of shoe and What they would do is is they had a, this little notch that came up out of the stage right underneath their shoe that in. they would hook into that ah. would keep them anchored to the floor and then they just they had to use their that, that i can 't imagine like the like your shin muscles yeah. you know, it's something it's something <laughs> yeah. you don 't think about their shin muscles had to have been just enormous for them to lean over as far as they did and then come back.
2: Mm-hmm. I think they went all the way down to like what, like a forty-five degree angle or something
1: like that. Something yeah, crazy. yeah, it seems like it. Um, which I believe he actually even put out a patent for the shoe. That's. Awesome. I think he
2: did. I think I remember that. Yeah, and this actually—I um, don't know if you guys remember if you guys recall this not—but uh, Annie was actually named after a CPR dummy.
3: Yeah, I have. <laughs> I have that note. Yeah, from so the whole Annie, are you okay? Is based on that CPR training doll yeah i do remember seeing that yeah it's awesome i mean it, it reached uh number seven on the billboard um and actually the song uh, it was written by by michael jackson and produced by jackson and quincy jones but it actually evolved from an earlier song called al capone uh and if you go and listen to al capone you can kind of hear the initial parts of it but then it's like okay i mean smooth criminal ends up being obviously a better song but that that al capone song was released um on the 2012 they had a 25th anniversary of bad that came out with a whole bunch of extras and that was part of that which is pretty damn awesome
2: yeah my bigger list it actually had al Capone and uh, streetwalker on it or, oh very or, cool Or some of my other ones i was picking out and like oh, yeah. thriller this this actually was the 7th song the 7th single from the bad album
3: from bad yeah so many so many Frickin' great songs in just a couple, like those two <laughs> albums, the
1: amount of great songs on just those two albums is insane. So before we get to our number ones, do we just want to do some honorable mentions?
3: Uh, Well, I'd love to wait for the honorable mentions only because we've got three different people here. We don't know which is going to be our number ones, and I don't want us to mention our number ones in somebody oh, else's fair. honorable mention, so let's let's save it and just kind of a- tag it on at the end of. Oh, here's some other great ones that we know didn't make the list. All right. Fair enough. Okay, John, right. John,
1: would you start actually? Since we all we kind of know what your yeah, number we one all is. know what you want. Yeah. So my number one is want to be starting something. <laughs> Uh, but for a weird choices that is for somebody number one, Fucking love this song. Yeah. Um. I. I don't care how weird the lyrics are. You know, <laughs> you're a vegetable. <laughs> um, you know, can't feed your baby. Whatever it is. Yeah. I don't. I just. I love this song. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. I want. I, I. don't even dance, and this song
3: makes me want to dance. It's impossible not to sing along, and no one knows the actual. No one can actually say the lyrics. With a, mama say Mama on yeah. the Mapusa. No one cannot sing that along. You
1: have to. It's so yeah. fucking fun. I think it's required by law yeah. now in, <laughs> in probably about 27 states. Yep. So, yeah.
2: and I'm that in that opening beat, that opening yeah. beat just drives you. It it is. Yeah. And When I when I first watched this is it, that was the first song that he that he opened up with in the movie this this is it. And that was, I was like, holy cow, this would have been phenomenal to, to see live.
1: And it's what's nice about that beat is that it's a little unexpected. It's a little odd from something that we've you know something we've not necessarily heard before so it catches mm-hmm. you immediately and then uh, it, it's a slow build i mean it's a long song but to me when i'm listening to it and i'm singing along it doesn't feel long i mean it's almost like six minutes long or something like that but yeah. uh it doesn't feel like it to me i, I just i l- I'd love singing it all the way through uh it hit number five on the billboard
3: hot 100 and actually f- interesting enough uh jackson did write it um, but he wrote it originally for his sister Latoya um, about a troubled relationship that uh, that was she was having with her, I think, her sister-in-law. It said. But Michael ended up recording it himself, and thank God he did because he thank did God. such a great job. Yeah. God, that shit didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, talk, it, it might be it might be his most catchy song in my opinion. It, it is so yeah. so moving.
1: All right, well, Adam, let's go to you second. We'll let uh, Stephen have the last word on this since he's our uh, since he's our Okay.
3: Guest well uh there is a chance that this that my number one is his number one because it's obviously the best michael jackson song because it's my number one and you know we <laughs> might we might we might agree on this but that might be pretty interesting if it's not so i, I don't want to talk too much just in case my number one man in the mirror yes it
2: is yeah baby That's fuck yeah so good. fuck good. yeah i see those kids the
0: kids in the
2: It is my number 1 song of all time from my number yeah. 1 album of all time from my number 1 artist of all time so it's yeah. <laughs> All right well you go ahead I mean we obviously
3: both adore that song but you start us off please
2: Um this is actually this song it it just it hits me in the feels every time I listen yeah. to it it is a song that oh, I yeah. can if I'm having like a bad day or I'm having a bad moment I put the song on and it just calms me Nothing like when you hear him say you gotta start with the man in the mirror. I mean, that is so true yeah. for anything. You can't fix anything else in the world unless you fix yourself.
3: It's such a strong introspective song, Ex- exactly. You, you cannot, and I cannot listen to the song and then not look at myself and think about how I can make myself better. You know, it, it makes me feel how, you know, think about how I am and who I am and how I need to change for the better. It's a beautiful song. The message is just beautiful it uh it, exactly it you get all the feels with man in the mirror and because of all that emotion it is absolutely like, similar with you it's one of my absolute favorite songs period um and it's just it, it makes me it makes me feel everything even though I get so emotional and I have to like think and I love that it makes me think I always feel better and so like you're right if I'm in such a terrible, you know, kind of depressed state, I can listen to this one and it'll pick me up.
2: And this is actually the instrumental introduction to this song was actually played at the end of his memorial service at while while mm. they're carrying out the, his uh, casket. Intense. Yeah. It, and I don't know if you've seen the, uh, I can't remember if it was, it was one of the Grammy performances that he did this song. He did two songs and this, mm. he did this one second and it was so powerful.
3: I think I have seen that actually. Any extra, any extra comments from
1: you, John, on Man in the Mary? Didn't make your list. No, I. it's not a song I go back <laughs> <Okay>. to. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> I'm just emotionless. Yeah, <laughs> <that's>
0: <laughs> <it>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> You're a vegetable, John. You're a vegetable. I'm a vegetable.
1: <laughs> I'm a
2: vegetable. Oh, that's perfect. Um,
1: All right so uh any other ones that we want to mention as as kind of honorable mentions favorites uh, that sort of
3: thing the only other one that made like my top 15 I mean well we didn't we didn't do Jackson five stuff. I probably would have had I want you back in my top yeah. 15 um if we were including those um, but another one that is just a fun fun song for me um and it's a perfect like on stage in front of a live crowd song is the song jam fucking love jam
2: yes yeah. and i mean i'm from chicago so having yeah, michael, michael jordan in the video was just yeah what <laughs> <laughs> trying to see him moonwalk yeah oh so good
3: uh
1: that how is about you? Yeah. that is one that has actually aged better for me like yeah. i did not like it when it came out but as i've gotten older i can appreciate it and listen to it for what it is mm-hmm. so i can appreciate that uh, the only other one I want to mention is one that, as we talked about on Thriller, he's never played live, and that was Pyt. Oh yeah, yes,
2: that's a great one. I had a, I had a couple that were on my, mm-hmm. I don't know, just, I really want to mention. Was, uh, it was on the Bad album. It was just Good Friends with his duet with Stevie Wonder. It just had a really okay. interesting beat and just interesting. It was just they melded really well together.
3: Much better than him with Paul McCartney. I, I <laughs> ab, I abhor ab whore that song um <laughs> the girl is mine is so fucking terrible i just i can't stand yes. it but i love i love say 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 like the one that that he had on his album is a really good song really good music video but unfortunately michael jackson got screwed and he got stuck with um the girl is mine which i, I do not not a fan but
2: and then my other remember uh, was um uh, from his uh recent oh album love never mm-hmm. felt so good featuring oh, Justin yeah, Timberlake. A, yeah
3: love I'm not singing the beat right but I know it I know that that is a good song
1: that is it's a sweet song yes all right well Stephen Wilhelm thank you so much for joining us thank you for having me we're excited to have you on we're excited to have you as a patron and we're excited that you found us and found our 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 small little (laughs) podcast Um, is there is there anything you want to promote or talk about I'm just
2: I'm just a simple guy living a simple life
3: (laughs) But you're loving that MJ, and so, man, you're, you're killing oh, yeah. it. That's, you are obviously killing it.
2: I appreciate that.
1: All right. And that was our top ten Michael Jackson songs. Please join us next time as we have special guest Tess Yanos from the ongoing comic book discussion podcast to break down the 2005 movie Serenity, discuss the 2000 series Firefly, and recast our own versions of Firefly using actors of today.